Hey, all you out there in TV land. I'm Alyssa, and this is When TV Was Great Podcast, where I recap shows from I Love Lucy to Breaking Bad and everything in between. Come join me and reminisce about When TV Was Great. Hey, everybody. Welcome to When TV Was Great. I'm Alyssa. Uh, before I get started on my podcast, I'm, I want to talk about a new show that I just started watching yesterday. Um, have you, has anybody seen the documentary on Netflix called Abducted in Plain Sight? It was really popular. It was around the time when that other one was out, um, Making a Murderer. It was like the same time. Okay, so if you've seen Abducted in Plain Sight, you know what it's about. Very disturbing. But... I was, I literally was just looking at my Roku the other day, just, and I saw a, a, a little, uh, a picture of a guy, uh, that looked like Colin Hanks, and I'm like, is that Colin Hanks? And the show was called A Friend of the Family, and I'm like, what is this? This sounds interesting. Kind of sounds like a Lifetime movie, right? So I click on it, and it's about abducted in plain sight. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I watched the trailer, it looked so good, uh, I watched the first four episodes and it's weekly. It's only on Thursdays. It's one of those weekly series on Peacock. And guys, it is really good. Like I wanted more and more and more. So the reason that I wanted to watch a show is not just because I was interested, but the documentary when I watched it, at least the first time I watched it, it seemed like it was kind of all over the map. Like it didn't really, I guess I just, maybe I just didn't, uh, pay attention too well but it just it seemed like I couldn't understand you know there's a lot going on as you guys know there's a lot going on and it's just I have to kind of see it like displayed in a different way I guess you could say <laughs> I guess that's the right way to say it so I uh I was hooked from like the moment I started it and also I want to point out that uh Anna Paquin's in it, and I've liked her since, uh, she's been in a lot of stuff. She was in, oh my gosh, she was in that movie I really like called Walk on the Moon. It was from, uh, 1999. Uh, she was also in Almost Famous, another good movie. I've, I've kind of been, you know, she, she's a good actress. She was in something else. She was in some other HBO show that I didn't really watch, but she plays the mother of, um, Jan Broberg. And Colin Hanks plays the father of Jan Roberg. And I was laughing my ass off because I saw him like in a bald cap, you know, and I'm like, what? Like, Colin Hanks is like my age, right? I'm like, why is he playing an old dude? So I was like, this will be enter entertaining because I'm not a big Colin Hanks fan. I don't really think he's that good of an actor. I mean, of course, his dad's an amazing actor, but Colin Hanks, he, he was on Dexter and he just kind of really was not good on that show for me. So... I, I decided to give this a chance because, you know, I'm like, oh, well, we'll see. He's great in the show. He is really good in the show. Like, I, I forget that he's like, you know, somebody my age, you know, but because he, he, they make him look so much older. Oh, my gosh. It's like, I, I guess that's how the real dad was. But anyways, you guys got to watch the show. It's on Peacock. It's on every Thursday. There's four episodes so far. Watch it. It's so good. All right, so I uh, today I'm doing um, Family Guy, and then there were fewer with my co-host Stefan Heichel. So here is that right now. Enjoy. Welcome to When TV Was Great. I'm your host Alyssa. Thanks for joining me. 
Uh, tonight, I have a returning co-host, uh, Stefan Heichel. He's been on many times with me here. And we're going to talk about uh, Family Guy, Season 9, Episode 1. And it's kind of like a, it's a two-parter, but we're going to do the first episode tonight and then second next time uh, called And Then There Were Fewer. And the air date is September 26, 2010. Uh, hi, Stefan. Sorry. <laughs> how are you doing? <laughs> good. Good. How are you? Thank you for I, I'm good. I just episode. Again. Yeah, this episode's so funny. I love it. I yeah. know. It's one of those ones I was I was thinking in my head, like Family Guy started off so good, so funny. You know, and then it mm -hmm. kind it this is still when it was still kind of like every episode was funny. Now it's hit and miss. It really yeah, is funny. Yeah. Yeah, so there are still some funny ones like that. Like this week's, this week was good where the day where they drive all the way to Bend, Oregon. Oh yeah, to go to the last blockbuster. Oh, that's right. Which I is a real thing. Yeah. I did, yeah, you were talking. You were, you said you were in the documentary, right? Um, I am credited as a Patreon. That's cool. Um, or as as a Kickstarter, Kickstarter. contributor. Yeah. Yep. I I told people <laughs> the this might have been before we were friends, but I posted. <laughs> Um, I felt like Bart Simpson on the episode where he was like, you know, where he like worked for the Krusty show. Oh yeah. And his name was in the credits and he probably's like, there's my name right there. And my name, it goes by so fast in the credits. Yeah. I'm like, there it is right there. It's pretty Stop exciting. Hyping. I might have my name in credits. Before. Yeah. Like one of the, one of the top, you know, it was one of the top movies on Netflix when it came out, which everyone thought was so funny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the last blockbuster. Yeah. yeah, well, I saw the one recently, uh, the American Beauty parody. Did you see that one? Yes, yeah. It was, it was American Beauty, Silence of the Lambs, and mm -hmm. what was the, there was the third, Forrest Gump. Oh, Silence of the Lambs was great, too. Yep. They were all good. I mean, it was kind mm -hmm. of, I mean, you know, I, I, I love all three of those movies. So mm -hmm. I was like, I gotta see this, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, catch, I catch Family Guy here and there. Sometimes my husband and I will sit down and watch an episode because we like miss it. <laughs> Anyways, so um, I'm going to go over before we before we go over the episode, I'm going to go over the songs and the movies from September 26, 2010, because there are some really banging songs on this list. There yeah, are some I, <laughs> right. I remember um, I, and I believe I watched this movie. I, I did. I did watch this the night it premiered. Mm -hmm. I definitely did because I saw this and I did you know, too. being. A, yeah, being a big fan of, you know, Family Guy and and then there were none. Right. Which this is the title is a play on that, um, right? So I don't right. like overstep or anything. And we'll we'll Pretty get into we'll get yep. into all that <laughs> about all the references. Okay, so let's go ahead and go with the music here. So some I I know most of these songs. The the movie's not so much, <laughs> but um, <laughs> number one, California Girls by Katy Perry featuring Snoop Dogg. That was number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, OMG by Usher featuring Will I Am. Number three, Airplanes, B.O.B. featuring Haley Williams. Everybody's like, it's all featuring, featuring this, featuring this. Featuring, yeah. yeah. Number you, four. You know we're going to get to Timberland at some point. Yeah. <laughs> not on this list. Not this. Not oh. This, yeah, maybe next week. <laughs> no, it's the same week. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, Billionaire, Travi McCoy. That's a good song. Featuring Bruno Mars. <laughs> Number five, My Girl, Lady Gaga, Alejandro. Love that song. Number six, Your Love Is My Drug, Kesha. Kesha mm -hmm. like ruled the airwaves in 2010. <laughs> she was she was big, but I felt like like you know Lady Gaga and Katy Perry kind of stole her thunder. Well, I guess she came out after them. Yeah, I I've never Just, been a Katy yeah. Perry fan, but I do love Lady Gaga. She reminds mm -hmm. me a lot of Madonna, and I love Madonna. Yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> I love that. Uh, Alejandro is probably one of my favorite it's songs a great of hers. Song, right? 
it sounds a lot like an ace of bass song yeah it which, does sound which, like an ace of bass yeah song. like oh my, my sister and i were obsessed with ace of bass they were good as kids and i know yeah. um and I, I think lady gaga has actually cited them as a major influence really? to her music yeah wow huh uh, number seven, Break Your Heart, Tayo Cruz, Tayo Cruz. Tayo Cruz. Yeah, featuring Ludacris. Number eight, Not Afraid, Eminem. Mm-hmm. Uh, number nine, Rock That Body, The Black Eyed Peas. They were big back then. Yeah. Number 10, Find Your Love, Drake. All right. This is before I started listening to podcasts. So I was actually listening to music back then. <laughs> mm-hmm. Podcasts came into my life like in 2016 or something, 2017. Mm-hmm. And not, not too long. I can't believe this episode is 12 years old. Right. That's freaking crazy. It's funny you mention that because I, I didn't start listening to podcasts till uh-huh. like 2018. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people, well, that's before COVID, but a lot of people started getting into podcasts after when COVID happened. You know, mm-hmm. like my mom's, my mom's like all of a sudden I'm listening to podcasts. I'm like, huh? <laughs> you know, right. and, make, and making their own, not just that. Yeah. You know? Well, she's a pretty big fan of my podcast. It's kind of funny. <laughs> so I have to be careful with what I say on here. <laughs> it's a good show. Yeah. I ran into that with my mom. Too, yeah. Yeah. The other one. Okay. So here's the movies of, of that week. And I haven't seen any of these. Tell me if you have, <laughs> I'll, I'll read the list and we can talk about it. Oh, Number boy. one, the town. Number yes, two, I have. You I have. have. Uh, number two, Resident Evil Afterlife. Yes, and that that's um, that was kind of when that that series went downhill. I was having a conversation today, actually, with my um my supervisor uh-huh. with the Human Rights Campaign Al, uh-huh. who's a big uh, a big Resident Evil fan, and a big zombie fan, big Resident Evil fan, and how. The third, the so the six, the Paul W. S. Anderson series is those six. That's number four, mm-hmm. and I think it goes on hill after three. The first three are really solid. I mean, for, and this is coming from someone that is a big fan of the games too. Yeah, the yeah. games. I, I think the, the first three were more like the game. Although the the well, the one the ones four and five was a lot like the games too, but not good. And then there was the new one, Welcome to Raccoon City, which mm-hmm. was which was a new like a reboot if you may, which I loved. That is a faithful adaptation of the game. A lot of people didn't like it. And I don't get why, because I think it's good. The game came out before the movies, obviously, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like 96, the first Okay, yeah. I remember the 90s when this came out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, number three, Easy A. I remember this one because it was filmed in my hometown, Santa Barbara. Oh, awesome. I I love that. The Emma Stone's first lead. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Oh, it's great. Yeah, I I heard it's good. Emma Stone, or as I like to say, the career Lindsay Lohan could have had. Totally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, number four, I don't know if this one is, The American? I, oh, I want to, I want to say I've heard, let, let me look it up. I'm curious. I, I want to know. It's, folk, it's a Focus Features uh, film. Those are usually like artsy. <laughs> yeah. The American, uh. Not the Americans, not the show. Not the show. Oh, okay. This movie with George Clooney. I never saw it, but I've I've heard of it. Is it like a spy movie? Like, what, yeah. Yeah. He's like in all those movies. Right. Okay. Number five, Takers. You remember that one? Came out in August, but it was still I number five in don't theaters. Think so. Mm-mm. These are just kind of yeah. Number six. Know, yeah, Paul Walker. I don't. I don't know anything about. Yeah, uh, number six, Machete. 
Oh yeah, the Grindhouse one with Danny Trejo. I was gonna say that sounds. Oh yeah, I was like that sounds like a horror movie to me. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's more like gritty action. Oh okay, I love Danny Trejo. Uh, mm-hmm. Number seven, Wall Street. Money never sleeps. Have not seen that, and I the sequel. Yeah, I love the first Wall Street, but I heard that this the second one's terrible. And who's the 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 kid in it? It's uh, Shia LaBeouf. That God, that I really won't watch it. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'd watch it if you like the first. I mean, I love Michael Douglas. I do. Yeah. But I don't know if I love old Michael Douglas. I mean, is he still, does he still got it? Does he still, you know? <laughs> I suppose he does. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to check it out. Uh, number eight, Devil. Oh, yeah. The uh, M. Night Shyamalan's failed attempt at like the the uh, trilogy. That's it an M. Night Shyamalan? He didn't direct it. He like oh, produced okay. it and wrote it. And there's like it starts with a one after the mm. title sequence because it was gonna be the first in a series that didn't pan out. <laughs> yeah, definitely didn't. Uh, Legend of the Guardians, The Owls of Gahuli. <laughs> I remember that movie. I never saw it. it it's was like not. It's not Guardians of the Galaxy, right? No, it's not. Okay, no. totally different. Okay, <laughs> and then number ten, The Expendables. I have heard of The Expendables. Yeah, yeah. There, there. There's three of them. They're good. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's that. Um, So let's go ahead and get started. Hey, check this out. We got invited to a party. Peter Griffin, you and your family are cordially invited to a gala dinner in your honor at Rocky Point Manor. What? What are they honoring you for? Who cares? It says here is for the whole weekend, and it's free. Well, who's the invitation from? I don't know. It doesn't say. Well, you're not going to go, are you? It's clearly some kind of scam. Oh, well, then maybe we just go, and you go to the kennel. Oh, not the kennel. Last time you left me there for an hour. Or ten years. I don't know. There's no clock there. You stink when you come out of there. Peter's going through the mail and he finds a letter and it's 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 kind of random. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. We have to we have to back up. Um uh-huh. uh, the episode immediately started with the tribute to Seth MacFarlane's mom who passed away. Oh, I didn't catch right before. That. Yep, that that was that's his mom. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, sorry about that. <laughs> sorry, Seth. That's okay. That's okay. Well, it was 12 years ago, I'm sure. Yeah, was, I know, right? Um... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope. I hope, yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, then they get a letter uh, saying that they're invited to a gala dinner to Rocky Point Manor. Funny name. Because it's like a rocky, like, you know, it's like rocky beach area. Fitting name, yeah. Yeah, very fitting name. Um, and it's like, it's supposed to be like in Peter's honor, you know? Mm-hmm. And they're like, who the heck is inviting me? And it's like a mystery who it is. A mur- mur- uh, not a murder mystery. I mean, it turns into a murder mystery, but mm-hmm. like mystery dinner. <laughs> right. So the first thing I, I noticed when I watched this was it's just like the beginning of The Shining. Yeah. The, the aerial that, shots of the car. I don't, I don't know if they were directly trying to go for that. Right. What I what I think it is what the what the animation reminds me of mm-hmm. there there was do you remember there was an early '90s PC game called The Seventh Guest? Yes, we've talked about this before. We have. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. When? One of the podcasts we did. Okay, we've done yeah, so many. We definitely talked yeah, about I, it. I remember because it, uh, it kind of reminds me of that. Really? Yeah. Maybe. I'm looking at the references here. Um, so it does say the opening title sequence resembles the one from Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. It does okay. resemble it. Yeah. 
I think the Simpsons did a better job of parroting that. Yeah, I was gonna say we, that. We, some, someday we have to do that. That That's was the next one I was gonna say. That's the best Treehouse of Horror episode ever. Oh, oh, easily. Yeah. So funny. Is easily. that the Twilight Zone one or uh, not Twilight Zone? Um, the three D one is yeah. also one. Yeah. Yeah, that one's crazy. Okay, mm-hmm. so um, oh, then I was trying to figure out like what other movie is it? Is it um, parroting or referencing? Because I there's got to be another movie. Well, the, the animation of the the like where they pan down the cliff and they show the water crashing yeah that looks like it's right out of the little mermaid <laughs> i know it's not to me it reminded me of that at the beginning it, i mean you know this whole movie is kind of like house on a haunted hill isn't it well um and then there were none right okay when that uh, and that's well, house on haunted hill was was super well i mean the the original the the original in the 50s it's debatable if there was anything supernatural going on i don't think there was mm-hmm. but um the the one in the 90s there was obviously uh, assuming i did, I did see the one from the 90s that was freaky oh you've never seen the one from the 50s Mm-mm, i don't think oh, i have oh uh w- watch it asap it's it's 75 minutes long super short it's in public domain it's easy to find anywhere watch okay. it it's right. so good. It's okay. so good. Yeah, one of it was one of my first gateway horror movies, kind of when I was really young, like eight. Is that Vincent Price? Yes. I think I have seen it. Mm. It wasn't. Did okay. Did Vincent Price live through the nineties? Um. Yeah. Because I think he was in the new one, wasn't he? He had a cameo. No. No. No? no. He just he looked so much like Jeffrey yeah, Rush. Looked so much like. Oh, him. Jeffrey Rush. Great actor. Great actor. So much like him. Um, It says right here, the Agatha Christie detective novel and then there were none is credited as the primary title reference in the DVD commentary. (gasps) There's Mm -hmm. a DVD commentary, Stefan. Oh my gosh. I have to listen to that. I don't have this on DVD. I don't, I stopped buying them after a certain season. I used to love DVD commentaries and now I have to love a movie a lot to listen to it, even if I buy it. There's one movie that I wish they had a commentary. I think it's is it Pulp Fiction? One of my favorite movies doesn't have a commentary. And I'm like, Seriously? why? It's a, it's a Tarantino movie. Yeah. I was like, I have to know what's in that suitcase. <laughs> you know? Are you sure there's not like a new special edition that might have a commentary? Track? There might be. There might be. Okay. And, and, I, and I don't remember what movie it was, so don't quote me on this, but I remember I had a dream. This is so funny. I met the director of whoever it was. I, maybe it was Steven Spielberg, but he does commentaries, I think. And I said, I went up to the, the person, whoever it was, and I said, why didn't you do a commentary on this movie? <laughs> um, you might, if I ever meet Steven Spielberg, after I gush about Jurassic Park for 10 minutes straight, now, that, that made me a cinema, that, that made me love cinema, everything about that movie. I, I am going to say, uh-huh. I am going to say to him, I wish you would love the movie Hook and mm. appreciate it as much as my generation does. Yeah. We so love that- it. That's your generation, though. I didn't. I, my generation was ET. I mean, yeah. Well, Hook Hook was ninety one, so you were still pretty. Yeah, I was little, uh, but yeah, I don't I remember mean, watching that as a kid very much. Okay, yeah. So it does remind me of The Shining. It reminds me of House on Haunted Hill, and I I think I, I want to say that on House on Haunted Hill, they have like a drive to the house, like a yeah, in the in the uh, hearses. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, it could have just been you know they and they have a, a really nice. Um, uh, kind of like a Bernard Herrmann score behind it, you know? Yeah, it really, it really like elevates. Um, yeah. 
it's really like elevated from how Family Guy usually is. I, I wrote here in my notes, animated animation in Seymour the Garden Mansion is gorgeous in yes. capital letters. That, that was my next thing I was going to say. I remember watching yeah. this when it, when it first aired and I talked about this. I'm like, oh my gosh, it is in HD. So this is the first HD episode of Family Guy. And it shows. Oh, heck yeah. The animation is amazing. Was this the first one where they, where they changed... They updated the intro. Mm. Or was that later? I don't know if the intro's in this. Is it? Because it's kind of like a movie. It's I, not. You're right. It's not. I don't think not. it is. Uh-huh. Not, it, yes, you are right. Yeah, it just goes yeah. straight into it. Kind of like uh-huh. the, well, the, the Star, like the Star Wars one. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> we should re- we should review those. Someday. Oh heck yeah! My favorite Star. <laughs> The, the best one was the Empire Strikes Back one. Oh, that one's yeah. so funny. We'll have to do that one. Too. I love how, the, how they treat how they treat Megan those. It's just crazy. Oh my gosh. Poor <laughs> <laughs> uh, Meg. Okay, so the Griffins arrive at this house and it's this huge mansion. And then everybody else arrives. You got the Swansons, Joe and Bonnie, and then uh, uh, Brian's ex-girlfriend, Jillian. And I totally forgot that Drew Barrymore voiced her. Right. Mm-hmm. It's so like, like just really, really random. I mean, it, it must. She she must have done. She must have like done this because she was a fan of the show, you know, and just done yeah. it for like really cheap. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I loved her very more. I'll watch anything yeah. then. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I follow her on TikTok. She's so cute. <laughs> um. Anyways, Brian's uh girlfriend Jillian uh, is dating Derek, and I think we mm-hmm. met Derek on a previous episode. And she and Jillian says we're we've been invited uh, a dinner in my honor in my honor. <laughs> oh lordy, my favorite line from her. Is, I love where she. I, I know what you're gonna say. Yeah. I bet we have the same favorite line. Uh, where uh, she says, "How do they? Why do they have to kill all those lemons to make lemonade?" <laughs> That's not mine. I have two. It was the one where. I've been watching TV. This guy, um, what, what this this guy named Hitler? This guy named Hitler. Somebody should stop him. Oh my god! <laughs> and then the um, the the later one. It was one. I don't. Know, it's new within the last like five years, maybe, where mm-hmm. all of Brian's ex girlfriends <laughs> came back, and yeah. Jillian and Jillian is like, any he has a big ego. <laughs> ego. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So then the Goldmans arrive, Neil, Mort, and Muriel. Um, Quagmire. Oh, Neil, Neil's not in this one. Neil's oh, he's not, not? There. Nope. Okay, sorry. My bad. So just Neil and Muriel. Um, Mort and Muriel. Sorry. <laughs> I'm crossing this out. <laughs> um, and the Quagmire, that's the funny part. Quagmire arrives with a bigger girl who we find out her name is Stephanie, and Quagmire doesn't really date. Was he say fat chicks? Remember, he says fat chicks need love too. <laughs> he said that on one of these. They gotta pay. Uh, they have to pay. But they gotta pay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I and I, I th- this whole thing. This is the one thing of this episode I don't like is just how mean they are. Yeah. To her, it definitely hasn't aged well. No, no. I, I, I for years, I thought that was Nicole Byer who did the voice of Stephanie, and it's really? not. I don't know who the, who Nicole Byer is. If you ever, if you ever seen Nailed It on netflix oh yeah, cooking yeah. Show, the host of that gotcha he talks like that like you know i, I can't <laughs> do it just yeah um okay so then consuela is there to greet peter 
Mr. Joe, Mr. Bonnie. She doesn't know what Mr. means. Mr. Mort, Mr. Muriel, Mayor West, Mr. Oh my God, seriously. If you will all please follow me to third floor, I show you to your rooms. You are all expected for dinner at eight o'clock. Oh good, I'm starved. Settle down, will you? Brian's wondering why everybody got an invitation inviting them to a party in their honer. <laughs> um, Stuart- yeah, I'm, I'm not, how, how much of this, how much of it would you tolerate, you know, where you'd be like, I'm uncomfortable, I want to lose. Yeah, yeah. It, that, that's kind of what I was, my point. Yeah, Stewie is upset because he's underdressed because <laughs> everybody's wearing like <laughs> tuxedos or suits or whatever and he doesn't have. That's any, adorable. I know he doesn't have any long pants. He's wearing like a tennis outfit. What is he wearing? Like a, a like like te- yeah tennis or like like croquet or something like yeah it yeah me. some some waspy you know <laughs> summer then, get up yeah yeah country then, club yeah yeah Carl who the, like the guy who works at the video store this guy's so funny I know so many of these people in my life yeah like, I when I worked at uh, I used to work at a video store. And that's how they all are, <laughs> you know. Oh yeah, Everything, I um a movie, you know, or a, yeah. Same. I I um uh, I never, if you can believe it, I never worked at a video store. Mm-hmm. I Delicious. tried. Mm-hmm. I, I tried so hard, and like I never applied at the right time, or like it was so fun. My best. I heard. Mm-hmm. That's everyone says that it's like <laughs> if you love movies, it's great. And we'll never have video stores ever again. No. The movie guy, his name's Carl. And he's talking about Labyrinth. Have you seen Labyrinth? Yes, I did. Um, uh, Jess, my former podcast partner, uh-huh. that um, that is her favorite movie. I've never seen it. And I grew up around that time. I was a kid around mm-hmm. that time. And I never saw that movie. I did. It's, uh, yeah. It has cult film written all over it. Um, yeah, I, I liked it. Well, it's a, it's a Jim Henson movie. I know that yes, much. He, dire- he directed it. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. Jennifer Connelly. It was like one of her first movies when she was she was like just she was really young, like fifteen. Yeah, they they um they parody this movie a lot on Family Guy. Yeah, Home. yeah. yeah um, they do. And then I I put that Tom Tucker's trying to one up him with his his news. Like Carl's like, well, you got to see this labyrinth. It's really good. You know, it's about this and this. And then Tom's like, well, th- I have this this news article is about this and this. I don't remember what exactly what the line was, but it was funny. Um, so then I have here, who was the host of the party? Good evening, everyone. <gasps> James Woods. Thank you for joining me at my humble manor. I'd like to introduce you to my lovely companion, Priscilla. Nice to meet you all. Who's he? James Woods. Oh, I thought he was a shark. No, he was on a show called Shark. But he's made of wood? No, his last name is Woods, but he's not made of wood. Nobody is. This truly is a night to celebrate, especially for me. Hey, what's going on here, Woods? The invitation said this was a dinner in my honor. That's what mine said, too. Yeah, me too. Mine too. Same here. Where's the food? Well, actually, this dinner honors all of you. Where should I begin? You see, recently I've become a born-again Christian, thanks to this beautiful little angel. She came into my life as if out of nowhere, enchanted me beyond my wildest dreams, 
and opened my eyes to the cleansing truth of Jesus Christ's love. Oh, honey, it was always within you. I just helped you find it. Um, what does all this gay stuff have to do with us? Well, the fact of the matter is, I have wronged each and every one of you in some way. And since I'm a man of God now, I am truly repentant. So, I invited you all here to make amends. Now, why the hell should we trust you? Yeah, you've been terrorizing our family for years. I so, how did he terrorize a family? So, I, I kind of looked this one up. Because mm -hmm. he's been in it multiple times. Um, the first one, he became friends with Peter. I don't remember exactly what the situation was, but he became friends with Peter. And, and then Peter thought he was getting a little clingy and a little psycho. Mm -hmm. So, he's tried to end it with him, and he went psycho on him. Um... And then he, there's one where he took Peter's identity. That was pretty funny. Um, and then there's one where he took over Brian's pilot. Uh, what yeah, I, learned I remember Jim, that one. Yeah, he, Quagmire brings up how James Woods ruined Brian's TV pilot in Brian Griffin's House of Pain, P-A-Y-N-E, and reveals that he was the one who, who stole Cheryl Teagues. <laughs> remember Cheryl <laughs> Teagues? Who he dated, he dated in Jerome is the New Black. That was a funny episode too. Yeah. All of James Woods' misdeeds were revealed in this episode. So yeah, all the episodes, all the episodes I just mentioned, uh, well, I mean, I don't have the names of them, but that's, that's his history on the show. That's where that, that joke comes. Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy. Remember when they try to trap him like E.T.? Yeah. <laughs> that was so funny. They're sitting down to dinner and Stephanie's like, oh my God, I get to meet Quagmire's friends. No, Glenn. She calls him Glenn. Everybody else calls him mm -hmm. Quagmire. Glenn's Fred. This is really cool. And, and Quagmire's just sitting there like, so pissed shut up, shut up, shut up, shut, shut up, up, shut up. <laughs> That's enough, Stephanie. <laughs> and then Stephanie gets shot. And right. nobody knows who did it. And it's funny because you can't really hear it because Brian is opening a bottle of wine at the time. So it kind mm -hmm. of like muffles the sound of the gunshot. Which I don't think you could still hear. It's, I, yeah. I don't think, yeah, 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 for sure. Um, everybody leaves in a panic and they drive away. And uh, this kind of reminded me of Simpsons. Remember that episode with the with the comet, and they're trying to get out of town. Yeah. So it's storming outside. Of course, you know, gotta be storming outside. Yeah. Um, a, bo a bolt of lightning hits a tree and takes the bridge out, the only bridge out of town, which was like the Simpsons. They took it took out, out the of bridge. The, out of the <laughs> yeah. The the fifty ninth Street Bridge, <laughs> which right. was so funny because that was a Simon and Garfunkel song. Um, <laughs> um, so they're all stuck there. And they all go back to, they have to go back to the mansion. All right, it looks like we're stuck here. Storm has flooded the causeway and the bridge is destroyed for the moment. There's no way out. No way out. Great film. Sean Young, Naked in the Limo. What are we going to do? We can't just stay here with James Woods lurking somewhere in the house. All right, does anyone have a cell phone? I'm not getting any reception. Me neither. No bars. It's all right. I'll put a message in a bottle. Now we wait. Look, he's got a landline we can use. Oh, no. You know, I wouldn't feel right about that. We're guests and it's long distance. Doesn't matter. The line's dead. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All right, look. Everybody but Chris, just keep your pants on and let's figure a way out of this. He's right. We just gotta stay calm. With a killer in the house? Killer in the house. Peter backs up into the Goldmans and Mort comes out with a neck break. Oh, I completely forgot about that. Yeah. No, um, yeah. <laughs> but before that, they almost fall into the uh the the river or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. 
and Peter's too heavy. So he has to jump to the back of the car and they save the car. And then mm-hmm. he immediately crashes <laughs> into the Goldman. And uh, yeah, and Goldman comes out and has a neck brace. Hilarious, hilarious. He carries that with him all the time. He carries it with him, yeah. <laughs> oh, too funny. Uh, so then, yeah, so Joe is explaining the situation. So that's a clip. Um, I love that line with the killer in the house. And so he goes, killer in the house. <laughs> <laughs> so I looked that up, okay. And I don't remember what it was. Hold on. Killer in the house. Uh, well, there was a movie called Killer in the House, but it was from 2016 before this or after this episode. Mm. So I don't really know what that's from. Do you know? Well, it's, it's just like the, the hip hop, like like saying it's like, like something. Oh, okay. So it's house. not yeah. Yeah, it's not uh, from anything really. No. Okay. No. <laughs> I just thought it was a funny line, funny delivery. Uh, so James Woods comes back and he denies the murder. Mm-hmm. And then they discover that Stephanie's body is gone. Right. But a murderer. I only just found God. Why would I jeopardize my entrance into heaven? If I were you, I'd keep your mouth shut till you talk to a lawyer. I didn't kill anybody. <gasps> oh, my God. Is this what black people see all the time? <gasps> Look! Nice. Nobody touched the knife. There could be fingerprints on it. So James Woods murdered Stephanie, and then he murdered himself. Crisscross. Oh, Peter, don't you see? He didn't kill himself, and he didn't kill Stephanie. What are you saying? I'm saying James Woods isn't the murderer. The murderer is one of us. (gasps) And someone ate the last goat cheese tartlet. Now I hope I die next. So crisscross is from um, Strangers on a Train, Alfred Hitchcock movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have not seen it, but that's my mom, one of my mom's favorite movies. Um, Adam West has like a panic attack, and then everybody kind of just starts like, you know, turning on each other. <laughs> Peter, and what we, Peter, what? <laughs> Did I skip something? Oh, I was gonna say the classic um, uh, uh, horror movie cliche where <laughs> you you know you're in trouble when you have no cell phone reception. <laughs> yeah I, i'm, I'm a hu- huge horror movie fan and that's always like oh yeah no cell phone reception we're dead and the line's dead always a rule. the yeah. landline's dead too uh there's like a hidden uh wall hidden door and then he's like oh, what's mm-hmm. this room and he's like oh oh laundry room laundry room <laughs> <laughs> and then they find the gun that killed um stephanie and then they realized that the murderer was after James Woods. He was supposed to be sitting in that chair. Right. That Stephanie was in. So the question is, who wanted to kill James Woods? All right, let's, let's figure out what we know here. The gun was clearly meant to kill James Woods, but Stephanie got in the way. So the murderer had to improvise and finish the job by stabbing him. Now, who here had a motive for wanting James Woods dead? Well, according to James Woods, we all did. He brought us here to make amends with us. But he wronged one of us enough to want revenge. The question is, who? Well, I know one person who could have. My partner, Tom. All right, it's true. James Woods ruined my career. I originally wanted to be an actor, and I booked the lead role in Nightmare on Elm Street. But James Woods said, no, don't bother. Something else will come along. So I turned it down. And now this Robert Englund is the talk of the town. That should be me everyone's talking about. 
Was I angry? Yes, of course, but I didn't kill him. What about Seamus? You hated James Woods. You told me so. Aye, he's the one who made me what I am today. <sighs> I wish you were a real live ornery sea captain. But he didn't wish hard enough. It only worked on me head. Oh, my God. Seriously? No, actually, I was a normal guy until one night we dropped acid together and he thought I was a steak. Grilled me, ate me arms and legs. It was a whole thing. But I'm not the killer. What about the mayor? He could have killed him and got himself off scot-free. <sighs> he took the Twitter name Mayor West, so now I have to use Mayor underscore West. That rat face cracker. But you hated him too, Dr. Hartman? Sure, I hated him. But so did Mort. I didn't kill him. Maybe it was Diane. <sighs> James Woods promised to introduce me to Dan Rather. But instead, he introduced me to Danny Bonaducci. I tell you, that guy looks like a dog turning 30. But what about the old guy? I heard him complaining about Woods in the dining room. That's true. He replaced my Cialis with methamphetamines. Pedal faster! I can't go any faster! Where are you going, kids? Hey, I just want to talk to you. Why don't you come over to my place for a glass of wine and a couple of fruit pies, and then we can go in the back room and play crazy snakes. <laughs> then Peter, Peter, uh, being Peter, puts on the night, the night uh, armor that he finds upstairs. <laughs> falls down the stairs like Peter does in many episodes and he knocks Joe unconscious um so they all start turning on each other like I said and accusing him. like you know everybody had a reason you know that they could have they could have shot him killed him I loved uh Jennifer Tilly's or uh, no I'm uh, sorry uh Bonnie's reason oh. <laughs> <laughs> he punched me in the throat because I sound because like because I sound like this yeah Okay, um, so then they find another hidden room. That's not the laundry room. <laughs> and it's James Woods' like study. And mm -hmm. there's a list of his misdeeds like, just sitting there. Then they find Oxycontin, cotton, whatever, however you say it, from Goldman's Pharmacy. Contin. Contin. Yeah, okay. I, had it right. I, I, made, I made that mistake too. <laughs> uh, from Goldman's Pharmacy. So this automatically leads everybody to blame uh, Neil, or Neil, <laughs> blame Mort. Mort. But... Uh, but Muriel's the one who sold it to him. So some of the trivia from the first part of this episode. Um, when the group evacuate the mansion, Carl is seen getting into an ice cream truck, even though it's Herbert's truck. Remember, Herbert was there, the old dude. The right. Let's see, what else, what else? Um, well, we get to the point now where they, they, they split, split up, right? Teams. Well, as long as there's a murder around the loose, none of us are safe. All right, let's split up and search the house. I'll go with Lois. Chris, you check the basement with Herbert. Meg, you go with Brian and Stewie. Uh, no, she she can't. Yeah, uh, she can't. We 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 were gonna use this time uh to figure out what to get you for your birthday. Oh, ah, okay. Oh yeah, no, you guys go. You got. Oh, oh, now I'm excited. Um, okay. Uh, Meg, you go with Carl. Sorry, Carl. Tom and Diane, you're a team. Quagmire and Bonnie, you're a team. Um, Seamus and Doctor Hartman, that that could be funny. Don't usually see the two of you together. Uh, Derek and Jillian, you guys take the attic. Joe and Priscilla are still passed out, so they'll be the unconscious team. And that leaves one three-person team of Mort, Consuela, and Mayor West. All right, let's do this. So, uh, you guys like to party? No! Oh, no. Oh, my God, what a couple of squares. Squaresville, I tell ya! Um, okay, so then another trivia here, and I remember them talking about this. Seamus, the, the sailor. Right. He, he said he took acid with James once, who grilled him great. and ate his arms and legs, thinking he was a steak. <laughs> that was dark. That was dark. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. I think some of these jokes were not in the the TV release. There was some stuff possibly. That I, yeah, there was some stuff I didn't remember from the TV release. Well, because they probably because there was um uh because remember this was when Family Guy was on Adult Swim mm-hmm. for for ye- for years it was yeah. on Adult Swim and Adult Swim is where I first saw it. Okay, so so I want to go over what all his James Woods misdeeds were. They <laughs> have them all here. Okay, so I already talked about Quagmire talking about how James Woods ruined Brian's TV pilot. Um, and then <laughs> I love the fight. <laughs> You're a hack. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm just now this might be a little spoiler for the next episode, but I'm gonna just go ahead and talk about it. Diane Simmons had a secret relationship with him, but was dumped by him on her 40th birthday. James also, oh no, this was on there. James also promised Diane to introduce her to Dan Rather, but he introduced her to Danny Bonaducci. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about that one. Well, we we can get to the real one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Later, yeah, you can cut that first part out. Okay, James Woods convinced Muriel Goldman to sell him OxyContin for his 19-year-old girlfriend. Weeks later, Muriel began to have misgivings and threatened to cut him off, but James threatened to blackmail her by turning her into the feds to prevent this. Um, then I talked about Tom Tucker auditioning for Freddy Krueger. I talked about the acid trip. Uh, he took the Twitter name Mayor West. <laughs> Why would he do that? That's hilarious. To be an asshole. He took the Twitter name Mayor West, forcing Adam... I, I can't even say this without laughing. Forcing... Hey, remi- oh, yeah. Go ahead, sorry. Forcing Mayor Adam West to take the Twitter name Mayor underscore West. <laughs> um, he, okay, he molested one of Consuela's nephews when she brought him to work, who then committed suicide. Jesus. That yeah, I'm like okay. Dark. It was dark, quite dark. He switched. <laughs> he switched around all the bones in Dr. Hartman's office. He also <laughs> left a penthouse in the bathroom of Goldman's pharmacy and left his handiwork in the sink. What does that mean? Poop. Probably. Yeah. Tomik and Bellegarde were also said to have hated James Woods. I don't know who. Are those the two uh, blonde guys? The two uh, the guys who look like Nelson. Yeah. The foreign mm. guys. Oh, yeah. A hot pace. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I didn't know that's Ad, what their names were. Adam West is such, you know, like, oh. that was, and I, I write, Adam West is such a missed presence on the show. The R.I.P. Yeah. I, I'm not a fan of uh, the Sam Elliott as the mayor. I, I like, as an actor, he's fine. I, I, don't, I don't like him. Yeah, and Brian Cranston's on the show, too, now. Who is he playing? Uh, he's playing C- uh, Peter's boss. Oh, hasn't he been on a while? Yeah, like, for a couple yeah, years. Okay. Ever since you know Breaking Bad ended, it's, he's been on right. for a while. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I think Angela, his old boss, died or something. Yeah, she, uh, Carrie Fisher. Oh, yep. that's right. I forgot that was her. Yeah. Oh, we've it's lost a great, ones, great man. tribute to her. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so um. Those are all the misgivings. <laughs> Hilarious. And apparently now we know what the, the blonde twins' names are. Mm-hmm. To- Tomik and Bruce. Uh, no, no, Bruce. Tomik and Belgard. Belgardy. They're the foreign guys who have been living in the United States almost long enough to sound American. <laughs> That's a <their> description. <laughs> I don't think they sound American. So there's an extended cut. I've never seen this. I've it's never seen it. it. It's you just on DVD? the DVD, I assume. I, well, it's season nine. I think I do have season ninety. Okay, I, I don't. I have. Okay, um, so that is the first half of the episode. 
um I I honestly Steph and I do not even remember what happens I remember like the big things that happened but I don't remember anything else I'm so, so excited. I'm, I'm very excited really to see cool. it again yeah, yeah. and I'm gonna because, have to it gets creepy it gets really like creepy is it it does parts of it are like very the creepy. end is very creepy join us next week for part two of and then there were fewer thanks for listening